You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily podcast on the New Orleans Pelicans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA as a whole, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, literally wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media and editor over at LockedOnPelicans.com, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Here with you all on this Thursday, my winter break is officially over, so we are back to the usual programming. Episodes drop in basically first thing in the morning. I've been posting them at 12.01 Central, uh, so they'll be there for your morning commute and not going to just sleep in and then wake up and record. So we're going to be back to normal for everything going forward. Shouldn't have any more missed days unless things just... Just kind of creep up in real life. So thanks for bearing with me the past two weeks. It was good to recharge, and clearly the Pelicans have recharged and are on a four-game winning streak, but no game until Friday. We'll preview that Lakers game tomorrow for you all. But a couple of topics we need to cover in today's show. First is some sad news here as I record this on New Year's Day, and that is the passing of uh, Commissioner Emeritus, former NBA Commissioner David Stern. Going to share some thoughts on that. Talk about a guy who is arguably maybe the most important person in basketball history or at least recent history here in New Orleans. We're also going to look at some New Year's resolutions, in particular one that the Pelicans need to do more of and continue on with what they've been doing. I'll let you guys know what that is, kind of getting in the theme of the week here. And then finally, a big award for Brandon Ingram, Player of the Week. We'll look at the week that was for him in earning those honors over four games that he played. He was outstanding. So let's dive into it all in today's edition of Locked On Pelicans. So news came out yesterday about the death of former NBA Commissioner David Stern. NBA Commissioner Emeritus was his official title with them. Uh, after suffering a brain aneurysm at a lunch a couple of weeks ago, it just, guess, didn't make it. And this is really sad news for one, because he was so important to this sport that we all love. And when you look at the NBA as it is today, this was the dude who kind of was the catalyst for this. When he took over, the league had the NBA Finals on tape delay. You couldn't even watch those live at times, which shows you how far removed they were for kind of, I don't know, the zeitgeist of pop culture at the time and really took that league to almost the forefront of everything. And now you have Adam Silver trying to take it even a step further. But David Stern was even more important in particular for the city of New Orleans. He was presiding over the relocation of the then Charlotte Hornets bringing professional basketball back to New Orleans in 2002. And he was committed to this region. We've all long heard the rumors that the then Hornets could move, even that the Pelicans could move. And while he was commissioner, even with a natural disaster, Hurricane Katrina coming through, he was not going to let that happen. He was committed to this city, to this region, in the wake of that, helping guide the, the team through all of that. Don't forget, at the time, you had Tom Benson and the Benson family who owned the, the who owns the team now, the Saint, and then the Saints try and use that Katrina as an excuse to relocate the the team to San Antonio potentially. You know, 
David Stern was committed to the city in the wake of that. When you have the guy who, you know, Gail now, who owns the team, really committed to it, it wasn't like that at the time. Who knows what things would have been like if it wasn't for David Stern really trying to make sure this team stayed here. And he did, bringing them back after some time and splitting time in Oklahoma City. He also helped the team through that transition period when, you know what, old owner George Shin couldn't afford the team anymore, and it looked like the team could be sold to someone outside the city, outside the state, and then potentially move them. There were a lot of rumors about that, about them moving maybe to Seattle, Seattle or to somewhere else. But he didn't let that happen and was steadfast in trying to negotiate with Gary Schwest at the time and then when Tom Benson stepped in. He is an important figure, maybe the most important figure in terms of pro basketball, at least in the kind of modern era, this Hornets-Pelicans era, um, than anyone else. There is probably no basketball here if he's not the commissioner and doesn't have the commitment uh, to this city and to this region that he really did. If another commissioner didn't care as much, they might have let the team move, but he didn't want to sell to someone outside the city, outside the state. And potentially, the NBA, when they bought the team from George Shin, could have sold it for more money than they did to Tom Benson at the time. Very, very important that he was the commissioner willing to keep this team here and was not going to let them move. So very sad to hear of his passing uh, yesterday with everything. The Pelicans put out a statement on this and it says, quote, the New Orleans Pelicans organization mourns the passing of NBA Commissioner Emeritus David Stern. Mr. Stern was a catalyst in professional basketball returning to New Orleans in 2002. His commitment to the New Orleans community in the Gulf South region was further shown when he guided the franchise through an ownership transition in 2012. A transcendent figure among all sports commissioners, we will always remember Mr. Stern's leadership and dedication to the NBA and the lasting impact he leaves on the game of basketball. We send our deepest condolences to David's wife, Diane, their sons, Andrew and Eric, and the entire Stern family. End quote. Nice to put out a statement. Unfortunately, the Pelicans have had to do this a lot recently with the tragic passing of Carly McCord, the in-arena host, uh, also sports reporter for WDSU, among various other places. It was also very sad. So it's been a rough two-week period, week-long period here um, in, the, in the Gulf South area, in the city of New Orleans when it comes to this sort of thing. Uh, David Stern, though, monumentally important. Also, Carly McCord, monumentally important to everything both the Saints and Pelicans did as well. And you can kind of see her impact on everybody during this time and in the time uh, since her passing. So rough week, unfortunately, for everything, but it's nice to see the Pelicans doing the right thing, uh, acknowledging all of this and making statements that are really thoughtful and well put. So I'm not big on New Year's resolutions, but I have one for the Pelicans that we will talk about here in just a moment. But before I do that, today's show brought to you by MyBookie. Are you type that, Are you the type of fan that knows football and basketball so well you could choose any game and call it? Well, MyBookie is the place for you because they let you turn all your sports knowledge into cash in your wallet. Between the playoffs in football, bowl season still going on, the NBA and the start of the college basketball seasons, it's a great time 
time to get off the sideline and in on the action with my bookie. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. Tired of watching games from the couch with nothing to gain? MyBookie wants to get your mind off everything else and back on the game. And if you join right now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway, all the way up to a thousand bucks. That is free money for you right there. It means if you deposit two thousand, you get an extra thousand dollars in free money to play with. Just use promo code Locked On to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code Locked On to take advantage of MyBookie's generous sign-up offer. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. So in the spirit of me recording this on January 1st, I'm not big on New Year's resolutions, but I do have one for the Pelicans. The reason I don't like these is you feel bad if you don't live up to them. You often set like unrealistic things that just aren't really attainable in the first place. And then it just makes you unmotivated to do even little bits of things. So ultimately they're kind of pointless. Just go and try and do whatever it is you want to do without setting a resolution to do it. You know what you need to do. But the Pelicans have one that I think is kind of important and it's really almost uh, the basis of any sort of relationship or any sort of thing, and that is communication. Open and honest and, you know, transparent communication. And this applies to all parts of the organization for New Orleans, whether it's the players on the court, on the defensive side of the ball, communicating with each other a little bit more. That's pretty important, I think, and we've seen that. Whether it's the front office communicating with the fans and the expectations around Zion Williamson and his return and what's going on, or anything else, communication is really important. And it's been much better than it's ever been, I think. When was the last time you heard Del Demps talk on a broadcast in like two times in a month? A season, a year, probably a two-year period. Did he ever do anything like that? No. And you now have David Griffin who's willing to do that. David Griffin who went on a huge press tour this offseason who still regularly talks to a number of people uh, throughout his time here. He's very present and visible around the team before games, walking around, talking with everybody. That's a big, important thing. You never saw Dell Demps doing that. I couldn't even tell you where Dell Demps was on game days, usually. I can tell you where David Griffin is. So the communication has been good, it's been important, and I think this is what you do to build this base. Communicating and being transparent about what to expect. And they've done some of that. Now, they've done some of it in a reactionary way to stuff that's gone out there. We hear Reggie Miller keep talking about how he doesn't think Zion's gonna play. Do you know, and they have to come out and say something like that rather than maybe they just need to try and anticipate what's coming because they're really, really smart people and getting out ahead of it. But communication is really important because we've been here before. People buy season tickets because they're excited about the year the team comes out flat like this team did and has still done despite a four-game winning streak and then don't renew the next year and that huge increase you got ends up not really mattering or being sustainable, and that's not a great thing. But if you're open to people about what to expect, what their money is going to get them, and what the process and plan is, I think you'll likely see a lot of those people renew that weren't going to in the first place. And sometimes that's 
enough of a reason to be transparent and to communicate and to build trust and a relationship with your season ticket holders. And then ultimately, communicate on the basketball court is probably the most important thing when it comes to the one loss record. Just talk. You guys, please, now with Derek Favors back, they're doing more of that and you're seeing the defense improve. Again, I don't think it is this good and it's going to remain this good all season long, but it's certainly been better and you can see the communication on switches and other things really paying dividends and leading to actual stops. That is pretty great to see. That's more important maybe than a, you know other relationship stuff. But communication, that is my one New Year's resolution for the Pelicans. They're starting to do it, but it could be better, and that's what you need to be successful. Brandon Ingram picked up a pretty nice award. We'll cover what that was coming up here on Locked On Pelicans. Before I do that, don't forget, subscribe to Locked On Pels wherever you get your podcasts from. Here Monday through Friday for you when they're not on winter break, kind of. Here covering everything you want to know about this team. We are having a lot of fun now that the Pels are on a four-game winning streak, and we want to beat the Lakers so badly on Friday. We'll preview that game tomorrow, so make sure you get that the second it comes out by subscribing wherever you get your podcast from. On Monday, it was announced that Brandon Ingram was named the Western Conference Player of the Week by the NBA, which is a pretty cool award to have and not something that we're used to seeing here in New Orleans. For the week where New Orleans went 4-0, he averaged 25.3 points per game on 49.3% shooting from the floor and 54.2% from deep. He was also perfect from the free throw line. He chipped in 7.3 rebounds, 4.5 assists, and two steals per game. The steals are pretty impressive given he was getting his arms in the passing lane. That helps the defense and also leads to really good offense for New Orleans. Finished with 101 total points over that time uh, and was one of a few guys to do a number of those things. On Christmas Day, he had that career-high seven three-pointers in Denver. Well, also, and I didn't know this, setting a new NBA Christmas Day record for three-point field goals by an individual. The interesting thing in the press release was the names of people who have been named Western Conference Player of the Week here for the Pelicans. Starting with Baron Davis, that makes sense. Jamal McGlure, like sure, I could see that in a week. Chris Paul, absolutely. David West, absolutely. Anthony Davis, of course. DeMarcus Cousins, 100%. All of this stuff makes sense. And then one final name on that list of Gravis Vasquez was a pretty interesting one. I don't remember that. That's really cool. And now you can put Brandon Ingram on there as the eighth player to do that. Pretty cool to see overall. And Ingram was awesome. So some cool hardware coming to New Orleans with that. Just a nice little award and validation of the season that Brandon Ingram is having in the running for most improved player of the year. Probably going to make the all-star team too with how he's been playing. Pretty awesome for New Orleans overall. So that's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Pelicans. Like I said, back to our usual schedule. So we'll be back um, tomorrow. First thing in the morning when you get up, there will be a new episode there. Thank you all for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison at Nola Jake on Twitter and I'll be back with you all tomorrow.